People like games. What is up, folks? I'm Reggie with People Like Games, and we're back for yet another installment of Story Mode, the show where we're going into the history and development behind some of our favorite gaming series. And with all the hype around Xbox nowadays, I thought it'd be nice to take a look over at some of Sony's biggest IP that have kept them at the top of the console wars for the last few generations. And with that, we're going to take a look at the best thing about having a PS3 as we look at the development of Uncharted Drake's Fortune. So let's start with the developers of this massive franchise, Naughty Dog. At this point, if you don't know Naughty Dog, I'm not sure where you've been, but here's the rundown. Founded in 1984 as Jam Software by Jason Rubin and Andy Gavin, the studio found its first big success with the ever popular and oh so nostalgic Crash Bandicoot series. After three titles and a spinoff, Sony Computer Entertainment bought Naughty Dog in 2001, just in time to launch their next major IP, Jack and Daxter on the PlayStation 2. And of course, nowadays, they're famous for a game I've never played and will continue to hate on, The Last of Us. But that's getting ahead of things. So far, Naughty Dog has established itself as a premier developer in the platformer genre with two of the most recognizable series even to this day. So after wrapping up their second successful trilogy, the studio was revving up for the development on the new PlayStation 3. Looking forward to the new hardware, the studio had planned on revamping Jack and Daxter. Their first objective was to push their graphical capabilities along with the new system, and they began working on more realistic designs. But as we all know, development never goes that smoothly, especially when it comes to a mega franchise like this. That all began as co-founders Ruben and Gavin began phasing themselves out of Naughty Dog in 2004. While they still had Jack and Daxter to fall on, Hard times would hit the studio as they awaited their dev kits for the PS3. Those kits wouldn't arrive until 2006 with the release of the console, and the planned 2007 release of their new game would take a major conceptual change because of the shortened development time. Originally planned as a more realistic and advanced take on the more open-ended style of Jack and Daxter, the focus had to be narrowed down to a more linear, story-based game. Once the linear gameplay was established, the team ran into another bump. Trying to transition Jack and Daxter from their cartoon aesthetic to a more gritty and realistic one just wasn't working out. Concept art from the time proves it. Just taking a look at PS3 Jack and Daxter, you can tell they don't belong in this new environment. So Jack was scrapped, but this was sort of a blessing. Just like when they were forced out of developing for Crash Bandicoot, Naughty Dog would take this challenge and once again, create another darling. With a fresh mindset, three big inspirations came together to create the basis of the new Uncharted series. On the surface, Uncharted is the love child of Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider. It was even called Dude Raider after its official reveal. However, the last element comes from the Xbox exclusive Gears of War. While it isn't in the best of light nowadays, Gears was famous for popularizing the cover-based shooting system many third-person shooters have adopted since. Unlike Gears, though, which featured dark, weighty environments, Uncharted was able to recycle the vibrant aesthetic of the would-be Jack 4. The environments created for the planned sequel had the realism they were looking for, and the unique settings, like broken-down forts and jungles, provided a beautiful and bright world that set Uncharted apart from other third-person shooters. To further separate their game from the likes of Tomb Raider, the main character Nathan Drake was created as an everyman in search of treasure and adventure. 
Drake isn't some professionally trained soldier. Through his animations and often his dialogue, we see Drake struggle throughout the game, almost as if every action is pushing him to his limit, as opposed to a trained professional like Lara Croft. He's also witty as hell, and it isn't just in the cutscenes. In-game dialogue does a damn good job of keeping you invested in everything Drake has to say. And for that touch of realism, the mocap and voice acting of the game were done simultaneously, adding that extra bit of authenticity to their next-gen title. Obviously, Uncharted was a massive success, selling nearly 3 million copies by 2009 and spawning multiple sequels to create one of Sony's most recognizable IP to date. Yeah, there were complaints, but not many, most of which can be attributed to game length. But to me, that just means the game was so damn good, people were mad they couldn't play more. At the time, Uncharted seemed like the closest thing to bridge the gap between gaming and movies. The beautiful environments, perfectly acted cutscenes, and overall presentation led to numerous Hollywood comparisons that would make the game a breakout hit, so it's no wonder they're making a movie. And with the disastrous start that the PS3 had, Uncharted may very well have been the saving grace for the console. If you knew someone who owned an Xbox, they were probably seething when you told them how good Uncharted was. And you can't really blame them, right? But that's it from me, folks. Let me know your thoughts on Uncharted and go ahead and like, share, subscribe, ring the bell. You know all that YouTuber stuff I'm supposed to say. I'll be back next week with more story mode. Peace.